the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Secured on my GoDaddy account, lubehammers.com. Pelosi gives up the gavel. Gavel. Gone. Now what is she going to do? Just sit back on her winery, her vineyard, and her $500 million of insider trading political theft? As Joe Biden calls her the most consequential speaker of the House in American history. No, no, no. Wrinkled ass old Irish gypsy. What she is is the most crooked example of American political prostitution this country's ever seen, or any other country for that matter. Far more successful than Venezuelan dictators, Cuban communists, Soviet morons with their shaved heads and the rest of it. What she is is kind of what you are. Mafia members. And the good news is, maybe now we can finally get somewhere. As ironically, a Kentucky senator named James Comer is prepared to go to battle. We have repeatedly called on the Biden Treasury Department to release additional financial documents to committee Republicans, but thus far Treasury has refused. We want to know what the Biden administration is trying to hide from the American people and why they are not being transparent. That's an important statement, not just because he's right, but he said something that I think you might have missed, Squirrel. Biden Treasury Department. You see, this is the Biden Treasury Department, the Biden FBI, the Biden CIA, meaning corrupt through and through because the Treasury Department, along with the FBI, is running cover for this mafia short in the pants scumbag family. At a time when Americans are suffering from high energy prices because of this administration's terrible energy policy, We find evidence that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in a scheme to try to get China to buy liquefied natural gas and from a whistleblower. You know what would make this story even better, Squirrel, is if we had evidence and proof that the liquefied natural gas was going to be shipped on Mitch McConnell's father-in-law's ships. Oh, that would be a perfect storm, wouldn't it? Trying to get their foot in the door. We start with China starting to purchase an interest in natural gas drillers. The people are, are in outrage over China buying farmland in the Dakotas. What about China starting to buy into our American energy industry at a time when we have an energy crisis because of the bad policies of the Biden administration? But that, that does explain the $1.5 billion they gave the crack connoisseur called his son, the whoremongering scum smoking meth with his sister-in-law in in between playing naked leapfrog with her. 
It's pathetic and disgraceful. But this is the American Democrat Party. Impeach. Impeach. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation. I didn't see this on CNN, did you? Of course, I was flying today, but all I see is stinky hammer Pelosi. And what a consequential speaker, rather than an example of a mafiosa couple. She's actually a Don. She's ahead of the five families. And we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States. Wire fraud. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Boy, this sounds like one of them Bankman guys. Bankman Freed, Sam, and his dog-faced girlfriend. Violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. If only Ferret-Faced Garland, who looks like he could be Sam Bankman Freed's future father-in-law, Ferret-Faced. If only he wasn't the head. Of the so-called Department of Justice, which is really just another one of Joe Biden's assets. Tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. Maybe one of the kids that he, you know, either the crack smoking son he's got left or the daughter he used to take a shower with. Maybe they could get a show on A&E like Gotti's kids got. Remember? In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. Wait a minute. One of his partners is also the Chinese Communist leader of China, who he just met with for three hours. What do you think they talked about for three hours? What could you possibly talk to uh, Joe Biden about for three hours? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him uh, foot. Excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping huh. traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. He's a co-conspirator, an asset, a Manchurian candidate, a mafia member interwoven with the Chinese Communist Party, along with the oligarchs in Ukraine. By the way, I think we're giving another $38 billion to them. Yeah, that's going to be great. Many Republicans have identified over 50 countries the Biden family sought businesses in. On the international side of the Biden family business, countries. the deals were often led by Hunter Biden. That map there behind the play shows all the countries where the Bidens had a footprint in international business dealings. Ta-da! The investigation reveals a family that engaged with some of America's most powerful adversaries, planning to sell one of the largest sources of cobalt for electric vehicles in the world to the Chinese, for example. The Bidens flourished and became millionaires by simply offering access to the family. Among the dozens of shares... I mean, how much more evidence do you need before you trigger, I don't know, aside from a political investigation? How about a criminal one? Hey, forever bothering Italians. You guys, with all the same hairdos as the Mike Madigan crime family. Same suits, same everything. Why don't you get off your wrinkled asses and do your fracking job? Just make it look like you're actually a Federal Bureau of Investigation, morons companies the Biden set up. There were millions of dollars of wire transfers, flights on Air Force Two to conduct personal business and meetings. Oh, I got an idea. Maybe you guys should crack down on some gambling games that aren't rubber stamped by the Illinois Republican Party. 
don't have their little license on that day. That's what you guys should do. Maybe you should go after some maybe bookmakers, loan sharks. Yeah, do that. And ignore the fact that the sitting president of the United States is a traitor. of state, all while Joe Biden was aware of what was happening. All the while, he turned a blind eye. Many transactions related to these businesses have raised red flags at U.S. banks. A suspicious activity report, or SAR, is a document a bank must file with the Treasury Department when a transaction is suspected to be related to money laundering or fraud or other types of criminal activity. According to media reports, the Biden family accumulated over 150 SARs. One SAR generated by an American bank to the Treasury Department connects Hunter Biden and his business associates to international human trafficking, among other illegal activities. Well, he is a whoremonger, a whore connoisseur, along with a little crack. How much evidence is needed? This is outrageous. You're talking about Trump running for president and Republicans? This is a criminal, a crime syndicate, masking itself as a president, masking itself as policy. What more is needed? And for all the people, and I know, Andrew, you're probably a wonderful guy, but you're going to talk about impeachment as if this is political? I don't give a rip. If Saddam Hussein is the vice president, get this short in the pants Irish mafia member out of my country. Put him in jail where he belongs. Impeachment is too light. That was being made from foreign principles in the same room as Joe Biden was increasingly spent on furthering illegal activity. The SAR showed that Hunter Biden was conducting business with suspected human traffickers. The money gained through influence peddling was was funneled to a suspected criminal enterprise. Again, one linked to human trafficking. Over 85 LLCs in the Biden's name in their scam state. The state exists for tax evasion. One building, over 30 million LLCs are registered. Boy, it's like Democrat votes in strongholds. One address, enough votes to win an election. A scum, wretched scum that you are. There's good news, though. This is a full court press. Is the FBI going to quit interfering with elections? 2016, they spied on President Trump's campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. 2020, they suppressed information about the Hunter Biden story. 2022, they raided the president's home 91 days before the election. Maybe it'd be nice if the FBI and the Justice Department just stayed out of it and let we the people decide who we think should represent us, who we think should lead us. That's supposed to be how America works. So th- Let's start calling it what it is. Joe Biden's FBI, the Democrat mafia FBI. That's how their office is a quarter mile away from Mike Madigan's campaign headquarters. And they didn't know nothing for 50 years as he ran a crime syndicate and shook down international companies like ComEd. At a certain point, stupidity is not a good enough excuse. I mean, it can get you to the mayor of Chicago, but it's not really a good enough excuse. At a certain point, we're going to have to state the obvious. You're in on it, scumbags. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. And I don't give a rip who appoints these bureaucrats, these frauds. You have any idea... Exactly what these people do at work. Director Ray, let me start with you if I could. I think the last time that I got to visit with you was back in August, August 4th of this year. You were at the Senate Judiciary Committee. You remember that, I assume. 
we had to cut that hearing short. We were supposed to do two rounds of questions. You said you had to be somewhere, so we cut it short. Republicans were not able to ask a second round as we had been informed we would. The press reported shortly thereafter that the reason that the hearing had to be cut short is because you were flying on a Gulfstream jet for a personal vacation in the Adirondacks. Please tell me that's not accurate. Senator, the hearing was cut short, was not cut short from my experience. We had agreed beforehand on the time and, and, uh, and length of it. And my, I was very surprised to find that the Any Mountain Committee was surprised. Uh, as to how I uh, fly, I am required, not only uh, permitted, but required to fly uh, on uh, an FBI plane wherever I go. That's so, so you were going on vacation? I was, yes. Are you fracking kidding me? Hey, scumbag! You get your hair all done up at a beauty parlor. You got your $4,000 suit like a man. Like a man. Like a pretend man. Because you're not really a man. You're just a servant who figured out how to become the ruler. As you fly around on Gulf Stream jets because you write the regulation that says you have to, huh? Scumbag half man. And the people that pay for the gas will never be on one. And you like it that way, huh? Oligarch. And you get to represent the FBI, forever bothering Italians. Good for absolutely nothing, as the biggest problem in this country is political corruption. As Nancy Pelosi and her stinky hammer husband retire with $500 million and nobody can tell us why. What, are you investigating that? Is the Federal Bureau of Investigation investigating federal bureaucracies? Huh? Dummy? You, uh, it, that, that goes to show you, don't be impressed by people who fly on private jets because some of them are scumbag, scumbag morons that never made an honest dollar in their lives, like Ray. Andrew, Gary, Indiana. How you doing, Sean? A little aggravated. How are you? Every, I'm <laughs> aggravated every time I have to go through that sewer of corruption. $8.5 billion. billion in O'Hare. It's like walking through an alley. You feel dirty just I, walking through it. I feel you, brother. So my question is, if we impeach Biden, is it going to be better with tackling hyena? Absolutely. Or president or like, you know, I, I, I don't care though. if Saddam Hussein's in there. You either have a country that stands on principle. And if she gets caught with anything other than being the, the daughter of, an, of a Marxist professor and the, and the gumad side broad of a, of, a, of a Democrat heavy in San Francisco, if she gets caught corrupt, you impeach her too. And you impeach every single one of them until there are no more crooks left. Because the idea we could just sit by while he's selling us out to the Chinese Communist Party, as he has been doing since he was a lowly vice president. I'm no, sorry, bro. He's sure. got to go. No, you're good, man. And I'll take, I'll take well, the Nooner Harris anyway. I want to send her to go negotiate with those guys in the Middle East. They'll have her up on a table doing all kinds of things. Thank you very much. Mike in Union, Illinois. Sean, my brother. Happy Thanksgiving ahead of time, man. You too. Thank you. Hey, hey, listen, so I'm going to make a prediction. No reasonable prosecutor will bring charges against any of these people. A little flashback to James Comey and the scumbags. They outthought the mafia. This would be the equivalent of, of, of Gotti having Sammy Bull, Bull, uh, Gravano in charge of the Department of Justice. Yeah, you're right. Nothing Secondly, is going to happen. No, 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 with the human trafficking end in the Biden family. Big deal. That, ex- we know why that explains the, the girls in the crack pictures. Do you see this piece of garbage? Yeah. And the Democrat morons don't care. They don't care to vote for anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, just be patient, Senator Fetterman.
Stephen, Arlington Heights. John, you're hilarious tonight. Thanks for taking my call. Um, the state of Kentucky is mocking us. They border us. They've got great patriots like James they Comer, Thomas Matthews, Rand Paul. What about the blue <laughs> And then we've got, we've got to deal with people like Schneider, who unfortunately represents my district, Pritzker, and all the rest of the hacks. But, you know, on top of that, something going on with Pelosi. She's going to have a lot more time to compete uh, for her husband's affection because there's some competition the only thing missing in this story, Sean, like we see around here, is a really shady-looking forest preserve. What do you think about that? Oh, I think, uh, I think I'm think i going to have a hard time getting lubedhammers.com. I, I know I, I'm in a bidding war for it, but I'm going to get it. Thank you very much, Stephen. Keep the faith. In the meantime, Kentucky, don't be too uh, impressed with them. They do have old lady Mitch McConnell, old lady faith, and the Chinese shipping heiress. His name is on everything. Do you ever drive through Kentucky? McConnell this, McConnell that, another piece of garbage, never had a job in his life. Somehow mysteriously worth hundreds of millions. If only we had something in the federal government that was obligated to do some investigation into these bureaucracies and other things, it would be great. We could even call it the FBI. With great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. Smell the hammer. You're fired. George Naperville. Sean, you're forgetting, though, his policies and theft and stealing from all of us is benefiting those with the least among us. Oh, yeah. No, you mean like the people who never even, never even heard of a Gulfstream, let alone flew on one, and are paying for the FBI head to fly around to the Adirondacks to visit his fat-ass wife, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you tonight? I know you're a little aggravated. Yeah, at O'Hare. You know what? The FBI should have a, their offices right at O'Hare. They'll fit right in. Is what I have to ask you. Uh, don't you think we should impeach uh, Pitbull uh, Mayorkas and get rid of Garland and uh, and Ray? How do we do that? Well, I think I think you have to demand that the. Uh there be investigations by Congress, although there is a very small majority. But you have to also realize, I think it's time to secede. I think the states have grounds that the federal government is corrupted because of this government we have right now. Because every agency, every bureaucracy, from investigators to tax collectors, are avoiding the crook that is running the country and the upper echelon of oligarchs that are running the Senate, that are running Congress. They're getting a pass. And they've been doing it for decades. So you have a systemic problem in this country. And it isn't racism, it's corruption. And it's time for the states of character, the states of principle, the states of law to say, if you're not going to enforce the law, then we don't want to be part of it. Because I don't want to be part of it anymore. After all, it's not the United well, States. It's the United States. Uh, New York is isn't, uh, following up on the border. Homeland Security is a layer of bureaucracy. That is, it's 20 years old. What good has it done? What What is it limited by? Homeland Security monitors you, not the border. Homeland Security, NSA, they're monitoring you, not the illegal aliens, not the people on the terror watch list. I understand that, but yeah. how do we get that to change? Secede. You can't change it. It's systemic. It's ingrained. It is the lifeblood of this government. It's corruption by the oligarchs. Sorry, hate to rain on your parade. Roger on the south side. Yeah. Same for uh, Chicago or Illinois. I mean, 
people who, like they're talking about downstate, I mean, because you're never, ever going to be able to clean this up because they've created the laws to, you know, promote more corruption for themselves. You know, now, like- and now with them still holding here with them still holding power, whether it be Illinois or the, the, or the U.S. Congress, okay, we're not even going to be able to get these vote, this voting thing straightened out. No. You know, go back to a paper ballot. So, and I don't like our numbers in the Congress. Even if we hold, we've got the House now, or the Senate, where's that at? Of course not. Adult. But you recognize that there are states that have put voter integrity regulations in place. There are states that run law. There are states that are protecting their citizens, not just against illegal aliens and street gangs, but against the federal government of corruption. Those are the yep. states that have to secede. Sorry, it's just the way. There is no going on. Any government that would allow a political asset of the Chinese Communist Party to become president is a government that needs to be dismantled or abandoned. Pick your choice. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Because the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. They can bastardize the law. And um, do you think Mitch McConnell wants to see an investigation into Joe Biden and his connections to the Chinese Communist Party as he sits there with a father-in-law that is an oligarch in the Chinese Communist Party? Do you think that's what he wants? Do you think these politicians who have been elected since the 80s on both the Republican and Democrat side are interested in an investigation into money given to them by enemies, communists, foreign countries? You think anybody wants to see an investigation like that? No. So it isn't going to be easy and there isn't going to be information or some day when they're all arrested. That is not going to happen. What has to happen is that the people of the country have to demand the law be enforced on the political whores that are destroying the quality of your life. And until that is, then just strap on and pretend you're a Chicago citizen and pretend Lori Lightfoot with her ugly face is going to somehow fix anything. It doesn't work that way unless you demand it. Now, there are places where you can never demand it, like the sewer of Chicago. It is never going to change. And the names are fungible. I hear paint chips. Pat Quinn is back in the race. Paint chips Pat Quinn, who as as governor, what good was he? That simpleton. He looks the way Fetterman sounds. Hi. Good night, everybody. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about they didn't pay the bills and they got her paid. Yeah. Here's what I... It's like Pat Quinn. If Pat... That, that, that voice should be attached to Pat Quinn's head, moron that he is. Mike Shorewood. Sean, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Anytime. I think one of the biggest things that you... We're talking about with all this unequal application of law against people between Republicans and Democrats is integrity. Absolutely. We, we have, we, if we imagine you were talking about the election, if we had Republicans doing the same thing as Democrats did by harvesting ballots and stuffing the ballot boxes, whatever it may be, those blue state attorney generals, districts, District attorneys and state attorneys would be coming after those Republicans with guns blazing and never do anything to their friends. Mike, the, the, you're, it all boils down to character and integrity. It all boils down to it. The idea that this, this city, Chicago, Illinois, has election after election, and they're all Democrats. They're all the same policy. They all are interwoven now with street gangs. 
You don't even know how many cops, how many aldermen are former street gang members. You have no idea. All you know is that the only thing thriving in that sewer is drug dealing scumbag low life rats. And the government Didn't they have an alderman? And the and the government that was a gang. This yeah, of course they gang deal? Yeah, he shot himself in the wrist. And the government has decided <laughs> to protect the, the the predator rather than the victim. And now you have a bald faced, literally, a bald faced liar like Lori Lightfoot. Come on and say crime is down and the rest of it, and she'll get reelected, brother. Believe me, don't don't fade this idiot. And this is what the character is, and the reason is because the people who are voting they have no character either. A Democrat has no now, character. Do you think, None. Do you think a resolution to some of this, if we have stripped the immunities away from certain government departments, say like prosecutors' offices or even the federal government? for allowing people to sue them for unequal application of the law or malicious prosecution. they It's like asking a pickpocket to cut his hands off. They wrote the law that way. You know, this is the thing I tried to convey with this FTX. Do you understand that this, cannot, this could not have happened unless the agencies that are supposed to regulate the financial industry in the country were not in on the scam? This kid they stole, turned a blind eye. No, they, they did more than turn a blind eye. They were co-conspirators. This kid stole billions of dollars, billions and billions, 32 billion minimum. And he, you know who is, you know, here, this is the best. You know who his accountant was? His accountant was the first meta accounting firm, which means it was on the metaverse. It didn't exist. And the How much more bigger than this is Bernie Madoff? Bernie Madoff is significantly smaller. Bernie Madoff is a fifth, maybe less than a fifth. Of what this kid stole. Is that being reported that way? No. Of course not. Because the fix is Thank in. You, Sean. Thank you. The fix is in. And the so-called media, CNN, these imbeciles with Wolf Blitzer and his dead man face, they are Pravda of the Soviet Union. Unfortunately, you know, I say secede. It's easy to do. This is the USSA. I want it to be the USA. What about you? That's the decision you have to make. In the meantime, you're coming off of an election where more than half of your citizens don't give a rip who's in charge just so they get an uptick in their food, free cheese. A lot of people were excited because, hey, more people qualify. But not only did more people qualify for benefits, we also know on October 1st, the increased cost of living happened as well, where the SNAP benefits received a 12% increase due to the cost of living adjustment. So this was another win for the SNAP community because now people on the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program will also automatically see these benefits in the month of October and the increase totaled about almost like $80 per person. So now like the maximum for a two person household, that increased to $516 and the maximum benefit for a four person household increased to $939. So we- Oh God. You got a lot of character. A lot of character. Here's a thousand dollars. Go get yourself a cheeseburger. Vote Democrat. Roach. Okay, step and fetch. Brian Gurney. Sean, you're on fire, man. I appreciate your zeal, man. Now, it's awesome. Yeah, anytime I go through that freaking old hair, I want to I tear somebody apart, honestly. To go in the bathroom <laughs> there and see that that's their idea of an $8.5 million, or billion, billion dollar rehab. And the urinal is stuck to the wall with toothpaste. 
And you see those pasty white beer belly fat bastard Irishmen walking around with their tool belts on like they really did something. All of them making 140000 a year. Makes me sick to my stomach. Go ahead. Hey, Sean, I, I want to talk about Mark Elias, uh, the Democrat lawyer that keeps coming up there and oh, changing the voting law regulations. He's good what looking. Frick, where's, the, where's our freaking lawyers on our side? They're releasing the Kraken. They're releasing the Kraken. They're holding the chain on the Kraken. In the oh, meantime, I mean, it's ridiculous, man. Brian, we don't have any. Because those lawyers are not using law as the shield of righteousness or the shield of Americanism. They're using it as the weapon of the mafia. And that's what that piece of garbage is. The, the real question is, where's his wife? That's what I want to know. John Garfield Ridge. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call, as usual. Uh, it's actually kind of fun watching Nancy Pelosi get fired and uh, walk around trying to pretend that she quit. Yeah. You know, She'll have the saggies out in San Francisco disrupting Paul's hammer time. Yeah, time to go back to San Fran and... Uh, Chase yeah. the grandkids through the vineyard. Like, 500, uh, you know, 500 million driving Aston Martins drunk with gay male prostitutes in the passenger seat. No one can get their name. Uh, here's my question, Sean. I, got, I watched a little bit of Jim Jordan today. Uh, this guy's going to have his hands full. Um, uh, obviously, you know, they're coming after Hunter and Joe. Uh, I want to see Fauci up there testifying with oh, the. I do too. And it'll just, you just got you just got to know now. All it's going to lead to is information. Information that most of us know, most of us that can read, most of us that are aware that the hard drive, thank God, was copied of Hunter Biden's laptop. This information has all been out for three years. The only question is the the Congress has no teeth, especially a Congress that has a very, very minimal uh, majority by Republicans. So they'll do the whole thing in in, in, uh, contempt of Congress and God's on goal, and they'll dance right through it. And when it comes time to vote, we know what the strategy is. Just give the EBT a little bit of raise. Thank you you very much. Yeah. Okay. That's part of my question. Really, is there anybody else, Sean, really quick that you want to see? Maybe other than Fauci, that maybe that Bankman Freed guy, get him out there. That it would be nice. It would be nice to see around. one of these guys get 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 even questioned before they were eighty and have been robbing the American people since the last fifty years. Wouldn't that be nice? In the meantime, yeah. don't pretend crime doesn't pay. Take a look at the Pelosi's net worth. Take a look at Fauci's net worth. Take a look at, at, at Joe Biden. Never worked. At, look at him. He's lived in DuPont mansions since the 80s. You tell me crime doesn't pay? Crime doesn't pay if you're not in, in government. Crime pays if you're in government. Thank you very much. In fact, it can lead you all the way to the White House. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. <laughs> AM 560. The answer. Really, it's when you have to walk through the examples of their failure and corruption. That and I am in the sewer of it. No, I had to leave uh, when I said I was going to have to leave, as had been previously organized with the leadership of the committee. <laughs> you, you left an oversight hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee required by statute so you could vacation with your family. I find that absolutely unbelievable and, frankly, indefensible. Now- it's outrageous, but it goes to show you the contempt the very people you pay have for you. That's contempt. How many of you had to do things for work that you pushed back such things? Let alone you're you're answering allegations of corruption, allegations that the FBI had infiltrated 
a protest against election theft that some people still refer to him as president to this day. That the FBI had orchestrated and manipulated a protest into a riot. And you had to say, no, my wife's got her big can in an Adirondack chair, and I want to help her get out of it because she gets stuck in it with that big, fat Irish derriere. Scumbags. Ron, Homer Glenn. Hey, what's going on, Sean? How are you? Good, how are you? Not bad. Hey, uh, you played that clip again that you played yesterday of that woman. I thought it was Kamala thing, no, talking that's... about the SNAP benefits and the, and the 12%. Yeah. No, her name uh, is, uh, I got her, I can't remember her name. I'll get her name for you. Uh, yeah, do I... She has a show on YouTube that has, I want to say it's 600,000 subscribers. And on the show, you have to see she has a Louis Vuitton purse. She is in the lap of luxury. She lives in a magnificent apartment. She has designer dresses on. And she's navigating the waters of welfare. And you see, nothing is going to get better in this country if we pay people the equivalent of hardworking people's money to vote Democrat. And that's what the welfare army is. It's a welfare army. It is worse than the people who work in the in the industry, and you still have a chance of maybe one or two of them not being a mafia member. The municipal army of 22 million Americans that work for a corrupt government and will protect it rather than the righteousness of the, of the country's principles. So you've got a real problem on your hands, and until you fix it or distance yourself from it, it's going to only get worse, brother. It's going to only get worse. Yeah. So yep. what what I wanted to say about it is when uh, when I first heard you play that yesterday, and she said like, oh, the, the benefits have increased by twelve percent to nine hundred and some dollars. The first thing that went through my head was it sounded like she was showcasing like a grand prize you could win on the Prices Right. She is. Here's here's the now beginning. Here's the beginning. This is this disgusting. might say this might say her. Name. Hey guys, it's your girl Shalena back today with another video. In today's video, we're going to be discussing twenty two food stamp changes in twenty twenty two. Yeah, like 2022 was a good year for the EBT program. Now, you know why this aggravates me, brother? I'm going to tell you why. My my parents divorced in the 70s. The rules were different. My mother didn't get anything. We would go to the grocery store. She used to have a red thing she'd carry in her hand. And she would click it to calculate the tax so that when we went to the register, she wouldn't be embarrassed and couldn't pay the thing. And I'll, I'll never forget, I wanted Juicy Fruit. How much could fracking Juicy Fruit be in the 70s? And my mother said, no, you can't have it. You're going to go over the thing. But my mother had character. She would have never gone on welfare. She worked at night on the weekends. I got a job at 11 to not be a scumbag. And now you've got people where it's glamorous and you go with your makeup and your Louis Vuitton and your face cream instead of earning it. And that's the problem with America. Thank you very much, Ron. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little confidence. 
My next guest is an example of what could be done in a country based on property rights, on capitalism, on freedom. It's really a story of impressive success. Very young man, starts in the hotel business, starts with buying a bankrupt hotel. He's only 65 years old, builds an empire. From that empire, he doesn't take his proceeds and waste it on uh, Jeffrey Epstein's island. He starts giving it away in philanthropy, causes to help children, to help ending hunger, arts. He was seen as such a magnanimous person, he was handpicked by government officials to represent America. His last appointment was the 20th United States Ambassador to the European Union. He was appointed by Donald Trump in 2018, one of the highest ranking U.S. officials in Europe. He's dealt on everything from energy, trade policy, national security, defense, agriculture. He's been dealing with the European Union, and I can't wait to talk to him. His name is Gordon Sodland. Gordon, how are you? I'm well, Sean. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you for, um, for doing this, because you could have taken your money. You could have bought a yacht. Could have had a couple of showgirls entertain you for the rest of your life, and uh, nobody would have known you. Instead, you were fighting for Americanism and for righteousness and for those things that brought your mother and father here to this country. And without people like you, you see what happens when spoiled brats are born into it. They give it away. So I'm curious to know what your experience was in the European Union. Well, I don't miss the showgirls, but uh, I do miss the European Union. Uh, It was an amazing job. It was very consequential. Uh, and it, it was the honor of a lifetime uh, to do it. The European Union is one of the most complicated places because you had 28 countries when I was there, now 27, with the U.K. having uh, exited not so gracefully. Uh, and everything needs to have consensus. Can you imagine passing a bill in the Senate or in the House if you need 100% vote on anything almost nothing would happen i but like that's that the way the eu works i like when nothing happens i think the the country was founded so that not a lot of bad stuff could happen and it would be a grind i think they found a way to circumvent it but here's what i'm curious about i really dislike when american politicians talk admirably about an oligarch european system and i'm well aware of how corrupt those quasi-socialists quasi-collect or their absolute collectivist countries run and they have that selected oligarch class so i don't admire the european oligarch class it repulses me when i see people like klaus schwab come up to the economic world economic forum and 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 sound like he's auditioning for a bond villain it really nauseates me and i also see a bastardization in the eu because they were allowed to have such corrupt countries like greece cash in their currency and live off of the successful, decent countries as they manage to tear them down. So I, I, I'm wondering, was it a good thing, the European Union, or was it a bad thing in the grand scheme of things? You know, I can pick the European Union apart, as you have just done, uh, indefinitely. On balance, it was a good thing. Uh, and remember, the colder the weather, the harder the work. So the countries that tend to skate tend to be in the warmer climates, and the countries that tend to support the ones that skate are in the colder climates. Just coincidental. <laughs> Boy, that's that's not something I yeah right because you know it reminds me of Florida when you're trying to hire a contractor, everyone's fishing. So um, maybe there's motivation <laughs> but me, but, when you're but cold. Let, but let me let me say this: um, I have my issues with President Trump, which we can get into later. 
But I can tell you this, President Trump correctly identified the fact that let's quit whining and crying over what great friends we've been for 70 years. And he identified the fact that it's all about what have you done for me lately. It's not about a 70-year history where we essentially rebuilt Europe for them after the war. They want to know today, what have you done for us? And we have no goodwill credit in our account. Everything is transactional. And Trump basically said, look, if everything is going to be transactional, that's fine. Let's do a transaction and let's quit whining. I like that. Because the reality is, Gordon, we are allowing politicians who achieve their office by being a sort of a chameleon to whoever they're speaking to and being likable to those people. And then we allow them to then make business decisions on behalf of the people of America. This is something that gets lost in our policies. I think some of the greatest failures in this country are foreign policies. I think it's unarguable. And how much of these countries and how much of the corruption and how much we underwrite and how little we know. And how do you stop that unless you start looking at things in a transactional basis? And this is something that needs to be um, be improved because we need to build credibility, not because of something our ancestors did uh, after World War II, but because we as as current occupiers of America stand for principle and righteousness and non-corruption. But how can we do that? when corruption has become the norm, not just in Europe, but in America, when it comes to the lobbying, the corporatism, the favoritism, and the rest of it? Well, what I point out in the envoy is that a lot of diplomacy is conducted for the journey, not the destination. A lot of these diplomats, whether they come from our country or one of the others, love the good life, They love the entertaining. They love their residents. They love their driver and their cook and their maid. And these are perquisites that many of these people would never get in the private sector because they would never rise to a level where a private or public business would pay them the kind of money to afford it. But we, the U.S. government, do that. So what's wrong with that? Well, nothing in and of itself unless all you do all day long is focus on the journey and not the results. And that's the big difference in many respects between political appointees such as myself and my esteemed colleagues who served alongside me and the career bureaucrats. And by the way, there are some that are fantastic. They're hard workers. They don't uh, avail themselves of those things. They focus on their job, but there are far too many that really don't want to do the hard work necessary, uh, and they're just in it for an, an every three-year change of scenery. You know, um, the most important policy that this country has, as far as I'm concerned, is the energy policy. And the reason that I say that is that um, oil, energy, natural gas, and the rest of it is the common denominator of virtually every pleasure, every luxury, every necessity that we have, yet we are hell-bent on doing what Germany did, what European uh, countries did by hobbling themselves and enacting policies that are a massive cost to the ordinary man, but yet this feel-good image of some utopia we're never going to get to, and an ignorance based in the product itself. And I'm wondering that you see Germany now reversing the way in which they hobbled themselves, and so many of these European countries now reaping what they sowed. Do you think America will go follow them down this road, or will we have learned by that, and will this Biden administration be but a respite in the progress Trump had already started? 
The Biden administration has no choice but to pivot. Uh, the question is, how much more pain do they want to inflict on the American people? In the envoy, I go through some stories about the fact that I and my colleagues traveled around Europe giving the speech that we were derided for about Putin using energy as a political weapon and as political leverage. The press thought we were crazy, and the foreign leaders said, you know, yeah, he could technically do that, but that's not the way he operates. Look where we are today. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I, you know, you hope, you hope that they learn from failure and success, but that only affects private sector capitalism. Government has figured out this magnificent way to profit from its very failure. You have to remember, I'm broadcasting from Chicago, where the only thing that's profitable is failure when the government backs it. And this is something that Europeans perfected to a certain extent. And I, I think Americans are also ignorant to the nuances of favored nation status when it comes to trade and the corruption therein. Do you think that this is something maybe we've made so much progress that Donald Trump made such progress that the Democrats will not destroy it? Or do you think because it had Trump's name on it, they're just going to ruin it anyway? Well, Trump advocated for something that is lost on many people. And he basically said to the Europeans, both directly through me and through several other diplomats, Not all trading partners in all countries are created equally. We basically bailed you out, and we want to be treated differently than any of your other trading partners. We are special. We've done things for you and will continue to do things for you that no one else in the world does, and we expect consideration for that. Up until that was actually said in mixed company, this was always danced around. And then Trump tried to basically identify points of leverage to force the Europeans to behave in the way that he wanted them to behave. You know, there's something else, too. There's a certain decorum and corruption that I notice in politics. And when, ah. you know, <laughs> feel free to use that. And now, now the that harm and corruption, is that a patented Sean? We're going to copyright that right after this. I interview. like that. And, you know, this in the reality is in business. I don't have to be your friend or impress you. If I can deliver a negotiation or a, or, or, or a price or whatever the case is, or, or my vision of success, it doesn't matter if you, if we leave the party and you say, boy, I like that guy's shoes and his suit and the rest of it. It's about the, the winning aspect of, of negotiating. Does this take place in diplomacy? I'm, I'm confused by this word because we've been very diplomatic. And as I go through some of our foreign policy f- failures and foibles, and as I look right now of all of the things we're doing on behalf of Saudi Arabia and all the rest of it, instead of just winning the energy uh, issues, does it pay to be diplomatic or does it pay to be a winner? It pays to be direct and it pays to make clear to the other side what you need and what you expect and what you are willing to do for the other side to give you that. The endless conversation that sort of obfuscate the elephant in the room are clearly uh, not effective. They are big time wasters. And, you know, the diplomatic corps in Europe tends to uh, decide if a meeting was successful or not if another meeting was scheduled at the first meeting. And that's not the definition of success. The definition of success is did you move closer to your objective? 
There's something else I find fascinating. You know, Gordon, at your stage of your life, what you did in your life prior to government, when you go into philanthropy, at that point, you, you are uncorruptible, in my opinion, because you're giving away your money. You're not interested in negotiating bribery, backhanded lobbying deals. Do you think that every politician, every ambassador, every whatever it is, should have that kind of integrity? Because you know how it feels to me when I see what's going on in Ukraine, and I remember back to when Joe Biden was the vice president and the billion dollars that didn't go through, and I remember Trump not wanting to give the money because he wanted certain things to be done. And I agreed with that. I don't like this policy of giving money to these former Soviet countries that are oligarch-infested, and then we give them money, and all of a sudden they, they, they send back five times the lobbyists like Ukraine after that first bunch of money. At a certain point, doesn't there have to be a certain character for our politicians to be beyond corruption? Because if not, you're going to get these policies of money laundering that seem to be what our foreign policies are made up of under the Biden administration. Well, listen, everything is corrupt, and nothing is corrupt. It really depends on your perspective. Ukraine themselves came to us early on in my service and said, help, help us. We can't seem to, en- to engage Western investment because the perception is that we're corrupt. What should we do? And I said, listen, this is very simple. Forget about what I tell you to do or what anyone else in the U.S. government. Talk to the private sector. Talk to the investment banks. When they're satisfied at their level and at their standards that you're not corrupt, then you'll start getting investment. Clean up your balance sheets. Clean up your boards. And that was one of the Burisma issues. Why do you have a Hunter Biden on your board? He is not a legitimate board member in that industry. Yeah, I never liked Ihor Kolomoisky. He was way too fat for me. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I have to say, this is something where you see these former Soviet countries. And so many Americans lose the nuance of exactly what they were when they were the Soviet Union. And when they broke up, how that became heavily, heavily corrupted because the people who were able to circumvent the Soviet system were automatically the oligarchs in it. Can you ever really have a country like that that, conforms to principles of individual liberties and freedoms for their citizens? Well, Kolomoisky held way too much sway in Ukraine. And Oh, did we lose you? That's it. We mentioned Kolomoisky. I think the NSA blocked us. Gordon? We lost Gordon. All of these oh. investigations into corruption would be restarted again. The ones that Poroshenko had shut down at the behest of Kolomoisky. So when Trump initially, before this thing had more ornaments hung on the tree, when Trump originally said to Zelensky, I want you to make a public statement that you're restart the investigations of corruption just as you campaigned on, that in and of itself was a fairly benign, innocent request. Yes. And yet it triggered an impeachment. Can you believe this? But having your son, who has a propensity to uh, indulge in crack and prostitutes, doesn't, tells you that uh, you maybe you should have stayed in the hotel business. But I'm glad you were, because you took the money and you did wonderful things, and not only for the kids you helped and the, the causes you helped, but for the country you tried to save. And I really appreciate you making time and writing the new book, The Envoy, Mastering the Art of Diplomacy with Trump 
and the world. I so appreciate you coming on, Gordon. Really, thank you for everything. Sean, thanks so much for your hospitality. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Turning Point WGS 2022. What is this? World Government Summit. World Government Summit. Did you know about this, Squirrel? Guess who was there? The best. The absolute, my favorite Bond villain of all of them. Now, I liked when he had the white cat. He used to stroke it real good. Like Paul Pelosi and his hammer. History is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems, and supply chains will be deeply affected. In times of crisis, the role of governments is more important and more relevant than ever. What is also needed is a summit like this one to go beyond crisis management and to look into constructive ways we can build our common future. Hey, Klaus Schwab, can you see me? Nine, 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 nine. Klaus Schwab. Yeah, we're going to turn over our lives, our policies to this bald, corrupt bastard with his Nazi accent. I got about four or five uncles' memories fighting Nazis such as yourself, collectivists, Marxists, totalitarians. I don't think we're going to roll over for you, Klaus. Now, the Democrat mafia will, because you own them. You've bribed them. And that's what the game is. And that's your new World One Economic Forum and all your... Shut your mouth, bald bastard. Slept the taste out of your mouth. You mean Jack to regular Americans. Now, go peddle that in Europe where it sells. They like being slaves. Not here. Tom in Blue Island... Hey, Sean, election denial, election denier central here, buddy, dittos. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not denying elections. I'm just pointing out the corrupt one. I am. Like Katie Hobbs. Listen to this. You think that dimwit one with her blonde, what has she got, gray hair? She's supposed to have character? You just look like. Well, listen, it gets better, brother. All right, what happened? She ran for secretary of state in 2018. And after election day, the AP called the race for her Republican opponent. And then they they backtracked, said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And they took their calling a race for the Republican back. And they counted votes for 10 days. And then 10 days later, they made Katie Hobbs the winner by 20,000 votes. I mean, this criminality never ends, buddy. It's like uh, it's like the comedian in Minnesota, Al Franken, when they found the 680 yep. votes that he needed in the trunk of his girlfriend's car. I got him. I got him. I mean, you got to love this. You got to love, love it. it. You got to love it. And that's, that's why they have no credibility. The organizations have no credibility. Not only that, they think they're gods among us. Is it your practice to use government planes? You say you do this all the time. You flew in a Gulfstream 550, I think, that was originally purchased for counterterrorism purposes. You were using it to go to, what is it, Saranac Lake? Is that how I say it? I've never been there. Is that, is that the right pronunciation? 
Saranac Lake? That was your destination? Yes. How much did it cost for us to send you to go meet your fat-ass wife in the Adirondacks? Let's just look at some of the things while you've been vacationing that your FBI has been doing. According to numerous whistleblowers who have come forward to members of this body, to members of the House, the FBI has been sending more than, in one instance, a dozen armed agents to a rural Pennsylvania home of a Catholic pro-life demonstrator to arrest him at gunpoint in front of his children in early morning hours, despite the fact that he posed no risk of violence or threat and had previously offered to turn himself in. Numerous whistleblowers, field agents, have alleged that D.C., your headquarters, has pulled them off working on child sex abuse cases, working on human trafficking cases, in order to work on January 6th matters for this reason. Wait, but not get- all human human trafficking. No, no, no. You're not working on all human trafficking. Otherwise, you'd be investigating the 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 Bidens, right? I mean, we have a congressman proving beyond the shadow of a doubt, exposing information that is found on the laptop of Hunter Biden in conjunction with numerous other transfers of money. And the FBI doesn't want to investigate that, but they want to investigate the guy who said he was a pro-lifer. I'm getting sick and tired of it. Sick and tired of it. Forever bothering Italians. Federal Bureau of Incompetence. You're in on it, scumbag. The appearance, they say, they say that there are hundreds of new domestic terrorism cases in the country when in fact there are not. Whistleblowers, field agents have also said that D.C. has ordered the use of SWAT teams on nonviolent suspects who may have attended a January 6th rally and... They have been ordered to conduct surveillance and knock on doors of people who were not even in D.C. on January 6th. And again, all of this, according to the whistleblowers, these are your agents, all of this in order to make it look as if there's a mass surge in domestic terrorism all across the country when, in fact, the stats are being padded by political directive in your office. They also say, these whistleblowers, the D.C. leadership deliberately suppressed investigations into Hunter Biden, contrary to FBI procedure, and have also retaliated against FBI agents and whistleblowers who have contacted Congress, which, by the way, they are protected by statute to do so. This is what's happening at your FBI while you are evading oversight hearings. Well, he's flying. To go meet his darling, big, derriered wife. He likes big butts and he cannot lie. And I'll tell you another thing. The real threat to national security is you, Hawley, and your corrupt FBI. Your corrupt FBI. The corrupt Department of Justice. The Democrat mafia pretending to be a political party. As they know full well exactly what Joe Biden represents. What he is. Many Republicans have identified over 50 countries the Biden family sought businesses in. On the international side of the Biden family business, the deals were often led by Hunter Biden. That map there behind the flag. So you're going to investigate people, fathers, American citizens, about January 6th. But you're not going to investigate the sitting president and his crack whoremongering scum son and his liaison with 50 countries. Directly invested in cobalt mines, natural gas, energy, sitting on the board. Really? This is the focus on the Judiciary Committee, the political nature of the Justice Department, and the linkage now to what was happening with the Hunter Biden story, again, just 15 days before we have a presidential election. Because this is Joe Biden's FBI, Joe Biden's Department of Injustice, Joe Biden's country. This is the mafia's government. 
The reporters are their apparatchiks. We have but a few decent representatives, all of which I'm sure will meet all kinds of scrutiny from the new IRS agents, as so many of you will. The IRS is now already one of the most heavily armed law enforcement agencies in the country. To be in accountants, we're also law enforcement officers, which is very interesting because a lot of the special agents that work for the IRS, they don't come from a law enforcement background. We get to do the same things like all the other law enforcement officers do. Things happen, we have to be able to respond, so we have to be ready. So we teach our agents to fire uh, a firearm to be able to shoot. We teach them defensive tactics and methods of defending themselves and protecting others as well. But you don't teach them to investigate the LLCs that the Biden family's on. You don't teach him to investigate the companies that give the Democrat mafia money like Sam Bankman fried, freed, whatever Ponzi scheme scumbags that dwarf dwarf the guy in New York that everybody said was the Ponzi scheme master Bernie Madoff. He's an infant compared to the greatest donor to the Democrat mafia aside from George Soros. By the way, is he going to get audited by the new IRS? I don't think he is. So they go through that entire process. You think all the Democrat district attorneys with peanut heads who beat up their husbands like Kim Fox? By the way, her husband needed a beating just for marrying that scallywag. So that not only can they analyze records, but they also have that law enforcement component. We do carry weapons. We carry handcuffs. Why in the world do IRS agents need to carry weapons and handcuffs? Because they're extorting mafia members for a corrupt government. Why wouldn't they? Loan sharks, bookmakers, street collectors carry weapons. That's what the IRS has become. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Open and notorious, yet at the same time, at the same time, the IRS is investigating January 6th, people. The IRS is investigating anybody attached to Donald Trump. The IRS is investigating anybody that donated. The IRS is investigating Republicans. Let's call it what it is. What about Democrats? What about Democrats? So crypto and crisis, you guys know this, as the collapse of one of its biggest players is partly to blame. Sam Bankman fried built FTX into a huge crypto exchange valued at $32 billion. over. How? It didn't do a thing that it said it did. It didn't have an accountant. Its accountant was on the metaverse, which is full of dung. It's virtual. Yet he got the rubber stamp of the Biden La Cosa Nostra. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry thanks. Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. You dimwit with dementia, you moron. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, thanks for taking my call. And you ought uh, you change the name of you. Hold on, we got to get you off the squirrel line there, handsome. We're going to put you on hold. We'll have Honey Bunny deal with it. Eduardo in Midway. Yeah, Sean, you know, now that we're, we got to control the house, uh, we control the money thing, uh, at least a portion, uh, we're going to, our taxes are going to get our raised because they're not going to be coming from D.C. 
Well, what do you mean? Our taxes are going to get raised. They're not going to be coming from D.C. Well, if you're talking about inflation as a tax, I think you're 100 percent right. If you're talking about these Democrat mafia members putting on gas taxes that they took off for the election or Cook County finally getting taxes, uh, property taxes that were held off so that morons couldn't realize how much it costs to own property in a corrupt sewer like Cook County. I mean, if that was that what you're referring to, or are you saying that the IRS will not get the 87,000 agents because maybe some of the Republican Congress birthing people and others will show some cojones? Which way do you I mean? hope so. I got my fingers crossed. And uh, let's hope so, because uh, we don't want to be forgiving student loans to illegals. Well, the student loan thing was a trick to get votes. It was an immediate cancellation to get votes. And now that you find out it's unconstitutional, what do you do about the money you already erased? Has anybody talked about that? I have, I have a personal friend of mine, $75,000 in student loans. He had three different loans. He was on Pell Grants. He got the 20 plus five, three times. What happens now? They took the money away. He hasn't paid interest on it, nothing for months. Two months. What do you do now? Have anybody talking about how they already, how they're going to claw it back? No, because no, of course not. No, the government is a god in this country. So whatever. Okay, now it just has judges that said it's unconstitutional. Now we get judges that say it is constitutional. You get Democrat judges and Republican judges. What do you think the the, the Irish judges in in Illinois, all Irish, from Ed Burke's wife to the two new dimwits, what do you think they would rule on it? Ed Burke, yeah. There you yeah. go. Eduardo, secede, secede, Texas, Florida, Tennessee, North Dakota, Carolinas. Let's go through it. Let's name them all, and then you just go your own way. You Democrat roaches, fund your own mafia. Go ahead. You got guys. You got such good money, guys. Three years. Well, last week it imploded, sending aftershocks throughout the industry. He issued a mea culpa on Twitter Thursday saying, I'm sorry, I effed up. I should have done better. On Friday morning, he resigned. I'm sorry, I effed up. I should have done better. You know what? I'll bet you he could get elected as senator. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind he could. I think we have to fight about inflation here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation. We also be able to make more in Pennsylvania. When he had a choice to make his merchandise, the Oz label is on. He made it all in China. And how? I mean, stealing billions is a higher qualification than this dimwit with half his brain working. <laughs> Easy, Senator. David Lansing. Hey, Sean, um, I'd like to ask you a specific question, and I was hoping you can hatchet me an Atlantic answer. <laughs> Go ahead, CPS president. Okay. okay. <laughs> Out of all the Democrats who voted at least once for Joe Biden in 2020, in your, opinion, in your estimation, if they had seen the 10 or more videos of him groping young girls during photo ops, Joe Biden, what percentage of them would change their mind and say, I wish I wouldn't have voted for him? None. Joe Biden has been a creep and a fraud since the country had so much character, it threw him out of the presidential race in 1988. I remember that race. He was a laughing stock. Now he's the president. I got Craig and Mount Greenwood finally called back. I got to go to commercial. I like Craig and Mount Greenwood. Craig and Mount Greenwood, hold on. I can't believe how fast this goes. I only have one hour left. That's it? Squirrel, you're disappointing me in person today. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. In the year 2022, the American government is now practicing openly censorship and propaganda. And when the citizens try to argue back, they're beaten down with what appears to be corrupted data. In particular, if you live in one of these Democrat hellhole sewers, like Chicago, for instance, in Chicago just now, it turns out a person is shot every two minutes and 21 seconds. person is murdered every 11 minutes and 51 seconds. This is um, per HeyJackass.com, which is populated by police officers. We now know that in Chicago, uh, so far this year, 3,256 people have been shot. This is as of 7, or I'm sorry, as of 9 o'clock this morning. So that number has changed. What happens when that is now taken to the government level and the numbers we get from the government? Well, I know as somebody who pays attention to finance, when it comes to economic numbers, they're completely bastardized. If only there was an organization that wanted to report just facts. My next guest is one of is leading one of those organizations. He is the president of Just Facts. His name is James D. Agresti. Is that a, did I butcher your name, James? That's fine. You can call me Jim, though. Well, Jim, let me ask you a question. I'm I'm from Chicago. I'm getting these numbers. I listen to Lori Lightfoot, which is hard. I have to at least dim the TV. I listen to her tell me how great things are. I know they're terrible. Businesses are closing. People are frightened. It is a hellhole. Um, is the government writ large doing the same thing and lying about the data? Well, I wouldn't go as far as to say lying, but what they're doing is burying their best estimates of the data and putting out incomplete data in areas where they'll be more easily accessed. And a prime example of this is News Nation, the, the new home of Chris Cuomo, uh, recently <laughs> reported that there were about, <laughs> yeah, it's worth a laugh, yeah. 14,700 murders in the U.S. during 2021. Do you want to know what the real number is? Yes, I it's, do. It's 10,000 more than that. It's, it's approximately 24,500 murders. So what the FBI did is they have put their annual uh, crime in the United States report buried in this crime interface that makes it almost impossible to find. So these media outlets are picking up on other uh, incomplete reports and reporting those numbers. Jim, you're a brilliant man. I know this because I have your resume in front of me, right? I mean, I understand. You're a bachelor in science, medical engineering, Brown University. You're, you're an engineer. You're a brilliant man. But if you were a street guy, the motive for this would be deception. There's no way to put lipstick on that pig. Why is the FBI trying to deceive me? Uh, you know, I, I'm also a street guy, by the way. I grew up on the streets of North Bergen, New Jersey. And uh, so I've got both backgrounds, some academic and some street life. And, and it, it looks fishy to me, too. And it's shameful because they're dealing a- in human lives here. Yes. We're talking about 24,500 lives cut short, often young people in the prime of their life. And it's gotten so little coverage compared to, say, for instance, COVID. We're at a stage right now where if the current uh, 
death rate continues, murder rate continues in this country, one out of every 179 people in this nation will ultimately be murdered. In comparison, COVID has killed roughly one out of 300 people in this nation. That's with some involvement from COVID, not entirely. And the average age has been 75 years old. Do you think there's a disproportionality in the media coverage of those two things? Well, I think there is because, the, the, you know, you, you have to go to motive, right? What's, what's the motive? And the, and the motive, as far as I'm concerned, is because it's hiding the evidence that the government, that law enforcement, that prosecutors around this country are protecting predators while allowing victims to be re-victimized because the victims don't matter. And this answers something. This is, is almost refreshing, In although I'm, it's despicable. It's almost refreshing. And what's refreshing is the kids that I watch on the news when I watch Chicago News, the 7-year-olds, the 3-year-olds, the 60-year-olds, the innocent victims who get shot, the woman filling up her car three days ago, They really don't matter to the government. They don't matter, and that's the only explanation for how they could shave off 10 American lives as if they don't matter, because they don't. They're more interested in the illusion that they're actually functioning in a a law enforcement system, and they're actually providing some sort of a semblance of law, when the reality is they're not, and they have to lie about it. You know, it's funny you use the word matter, because murders have spiked in the wake of George Floyd and the so-called Black Lives Matter movement that it propelled by 6,000 per year. Do the, and mo- most of these people are black. Do these lives not matter? No. Why, don't, why aren't I hearing about them? You know, here, Jim, in Chicago, the perpetrators are often the same race. The perpetrators, however, have the cover of government. The perpetrators are affiliated with drug and street gangs. There is no mission to break those gangs. We had our, our, our mayor, who is repulsive on a multitude of levels. She wanted to sue the street gangs as if they were a corporation. The, the, the stupidity in this, it explains why people in Chicago are fleeing. And even that statistic they lie about as they run a governor here in Illinois. You know, you're from New York and you know the story, right? New York invented political corruption. New Jersey perfected. Chicago made it an art form. And this is the cycle that we're experiencing. And it could only go along. You hope that the federal government is going to be the stop breaker. But it turns out they're really not anymore. And that's the part that's sickening. And the only way that we can show this to the ordinary man is through the actual data, the fact, the objective fact, not political, because believe me, Republicans are culpable as well. But how we got to this point in the year 2022, when my government is censoring me, they have a Department of Misinformation as they promote misinformation. It's the USSA. So here's a few facts that speak to the point you're raising, and you're right on the money here. In 1960, 90% of murders ended up with law enforcement action. In other words, somebody was arrested, prosecuted, something happened to the murderer. In 2021, that figure has dropped to 54%. Now, amongst those who are arrested, those they catch, and I've got this number from Baltimore and Manhattan. It's a couple of years old, but it's still, you know, these things are pretty continuous year to year. Those who are arrested were previously arrested for eight other crimes. In other words, they had their chance, they had their chance, they had their chance, they had their chance. The government kept letting them out, and eventually they killed somebody. And they probably killed someone before that, just didn't get caught. Jim, in Illinois, they're about to implement something ironically named the Safety Act. 
that's no cash bail. We are experiencing, I believe it's 48 or 52 people have been murdered by guys who were captured and let out of prison by the government. The government is turning loose the predators. Now, the people have but one choice. If I cannot rely on my government to protect me, well, then that's me. Then it's me protecting me. And we're going to get militias in neighborhoods, and you'll bring Brett, you'll bring back the protection racket, and it's needed. Do they not understand what they're doing? Yeah, and, and the same people who are not protecting us are also saying, you can't have a firearm to protect yourself. Well, that ain't going to happen, brother. Not with, the, <laughs> not, not, not with the technology today. And the reality is you don't even need to buy them anymore. You can make them, and everybody knows that there's machines that make it easy. But this is something that I think it can only be there. Ultimately, everything has to have a reason. And this can only be because what you want to do is corral the American who believes himself to be the boss rather than the servant. And the way you do that is you make illegal what everyone thought was a right. And this is what I see happening. And instead of them clamping down on predators, they will clamp down on guys like me. I am not going to go quietly into the darkness, and I am not going to be a victim. So when I get my house broken into, or my car, or my brother-in-law is attacked, or whatever the case is, I'm not calling the police anymore. Now I'll go justify things. And isn't this the devolving of a society that it's based on the rule of law? Yes, it is. And by the way, the primary purpose of government is to protect our rights to life, liberty, and property. You can't do everything but that. No. And, and, and ultimately, when your local municipalities, this is something that's plagued America since the dawn of America. Local municipalities have a t- tendency to be corrupted. It's how it works. But you're supposed to ultimately turn to your federal government. You know, the FBI used to mean something, or at least they had good promoters. They were supposed to be the, what the, the place where honest people went when their local municipalities were corrupted. But here we sit, you know, and in Chicago, the most corrupt politician we have. I know you don't know who these names are. Little tiny Irish guy, short in the pants. His name is Mike Madigan. His office is a quarter mile from the FBI headquarters. For 50 years, he destroyed the, the, the principles of Illinois and the principles of Americanism working as a mob boss. And you're going to tell me nobody knew. Everybody knew. Every guy in the neighborhood knew you had to hire this guy's law firm if you wanted your property taxes lowered. If you donated to him, your cousin who had a cork on his fork at Thanksgiving got a job in the government. You know, this is something that I find to be nauseating now because it's not 1946, yet it's acting like it is. And not even America. It's acting like 1946 Soviet Union now. And I need people to understand what the FBI is supposed to And if they can't do the job, where do we go from here? Well, as a whistleblower told uh, Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan's office from the FBI field office in Washington, D.C., the leadership is corrupt to the core. So yeah. there's no doubt that's going on. You can see that also with the case of uh, the gymnast, uh, the, the guy oh. who was abusing the gymnast, the yeah. doctors. The FBI was told about that guy. They were given the evidence, and yet he went on to abuse 100 more uh, gymnasts after the FBI knew he was doing it. The saddest part is Martha Stewart did more time than most gangster disciples in Chicago. And what, you know, at a certain point, you have to realize, isn't this because it's starting to, I mean, the conclusion I come to is that they're an apparatchik of a, of a political party rather than representing law, safety, and protecting our innocent kids from predators. And 
how high do the numbers have to get? And does it matter when they can bury the data? Because I'm going through your article. The data is virtually on every level where they're underreporting to make themselves look good. And it starts, ironically enough, I don't know how far back you went, but from what it looks like the last three years, I mean, that's because it, it affects the Democrats that are in charge, right? I mean, am I not supposed to make these connections? I steer away from it. I'm a fat guy. I'm not a mind reader, but uh, it's certainly plausible. So when do you do you even bother watching the news now or do you just uh, tell the wife, let's put on some Frank Sinatra and dance? What do you do when you watch the news? <laughs> I read I read 30 different news publications per day, far left to far right, peer reviewed journals. I soak it all in so I know what everybody's saying, what they're claiming, and then I vet it. And I look for what's false, and I try to expose it. I look for what's right, and I try to amplify it. Well, as the president of Just Facts, I want you to know that I know you're doing this this time with FBI, bearing data on murders. If you have something interesting, I want you to contact my lovely producer, and I want to bring on, because I know that this government is lying to me. I can't find the policy that works the way they tell me it works. When I question it, they beat me down with statistics that are virtually untraceable for an ordinary guy that doesn't read 30 newspapers a day. So now that I got you, I think it's time we open up a can of whoop-ass. Jim, address <laughs> yeah, I'm at your service, Sean. Thank you very much for what you do. I really appreciate it. Where can the people go to check out? Do you have a website where you publish all kinds of things? What do you do? We have three websites. Uh, this particular article is at justfactsdaily.com, and from there you can find our other websites. Jim, truly a pleasure. Thank you very much. Likewise. Three, Thank you, Sean. 312-642-5600 when I get back. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Something tells me this is going to be good, Squirrel. I'm going to wait for it. I'm going to let it breathe a little bit. I knew it was. Thank you, Squirrel. Got to pump up the mood. Because, you know, I was on my way to the studio, and aside from the best-dressed bums I've ever seen, you know there's a bum out there with one of those reflector jackets on? His jacket was nicer than mine. His backpack is clean. His shoes are new. Only in Illinois. High quality of bum, low caliber of citizen. Oh, I like that. Copyright that. Squirrel. Would you mind? In the meantime, I can't get over the amount of restaurants that are gone. There's that barbecue joint that was around the corner. I loved it. Gone. That's what happens in a sewer of corruption. How fast did, it, did they call Pritzker? Six minutes? That's about right. Mike and Moni. Hey. How you doing, Sean? Good, Mike. How are you, kid? Hey, I'm just surviving out here in the Illinois land. Of, it ain't uh, easy, Wheezy. In the meantime, yeah. you heard me talking about data, and you wanted to call about something where the data is an absolute lie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, they're they're claiming that uh, all these storms now, uh, they just said there's going to be a bad storm over on Indiana, all the way up to Buffalo, and it's all uh, climate change crap. And I'm like... What the heck are they talking about? Mike. You know, I, I, I've lived here. I know you're about the same age as me. I'm like 57. I'm 57. I know you're in the same age group. We grew up in this shit. Yeah. Oh, I can't me. swear. Excuse you me. can't swear. <laughs> you're right, Mike. I'm going to make your point for you. Once you swear, squirrel dumps you. Sorry, babe. Um, Mike's point is when you listen to the records, the years, 
that we're supposedly going to break, you happen to realize they're all 70, 80, sometimes 140 years ago. You know, that's how long they've been keeping records. They started keeping records, writing it down, weather records in the late 1800s. That's it. So all of this hyperness, all of this fraud, this is about skewed, corrupted data in order to create a cult, a cult of Krishnas that are willing to bend knee to eco-Nazis. And the funny part is no one wants to see the actual way in which it's steered. For instance, we know what climate change is. Speaking of, um, you Rita mentioned the Extinction Rebellion crazies and so on, and the uh, global warming. It, admittedly, as Rita says, they do tell us what they really stand for. Mind you, the uh, United Nations Agenda 21, it used to be called, told us way back when that the plan was to redistribute the West's wealth throughout the third world. Climate change, folks, is the excuse. It's Exactly. So Biden and the uh, mafia Democrats hide their corruption in this movement where they're going to save the world. All these 80 year old dimwits who are hopefully one day soon will step off of it are all going to save the world. In the meantime, I want you to uh, uh, undeniable, provable, uh, more evidence of how corrupt the Democrat mafia is. You see, the, the car Tesla, by the way, I'm not a proponent of it. I, I understand it's a beautiful car. After all, it was designed by Maserati. And by the way, Squirrel, I tell you my Tesla experience with, the, with the, the, the woman that jumped on my rear end in Florida. I was doing 83 miles an hour, old lady. All of a sudden, I see a, a T behind me. She shoots out around me. She's spinning. She's an older, older, what appeared to be a, a, an Asian woman. Big smile on her face, and she's breaking all the rules. So apparently Tesla, I didn't realize this, has an insane th- driving thing. You could hit it. Did you know this? Well, she was Tokyo Drift, and it was phenomenal. I said, you go, Grandma. In the meantime, Tesla has sold more EVs than all of the other ones that are subsidized by you, the American people, to the tunes of hundreds of billions of dollars combined. Combined. Yet, in this big conference that the Democrat mafia had, was Tesla there? You know, like Biden held this uh, EV summit, didn't invite Tesla. Invited um, GM, Ford, Chrysler, and UAW. EV summit on the White House. Didn't mention Tesla once and praised GM and Ford for leading the EV revolution. So you were pissed. Does this sound, does this sound uh, maybe a little biased or something? Um, because Elon Musk made his fortune on delivering a car that people liked. People wanted. Now, there were tax credits, but people ultimately liked his car. Yet he's not invited to the summit where his car sold more than all the others combined. In fact, GM last year sold 26. Yet the people pay billions to GM because it is exactly what the Australian newscaster said it was a redistribution of wealth and power. To hamper you, the American, to enrich the scum pretending to be your government. That's the scam. And it's all used with corrupted data, like so many other things. Craig, Mount Greenwood. We cannot get what? you off the Elven line, kid. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know. It's Honey Bunny. She's got something. I don't know. Sexy as a devil, even in a high-pitched voice. That's right. It's true. It's all about redistribution of wealth along classic Marxist globalist lines. Mm-hmm. But let's have a quick... Boy, boy, oh boy. When you combine that, Australian newscasters, correct, correct description of what the eco-Nazi policies are, and then you combine it with Klaus Schwab's dissertation of how 
societies need to be led around the world by Bond villains such as himself. History is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. They are announcing the plan to rule over you. They're announcing it. Craig, Mount Greenwood. All right, Slugger. You don't have have to change the name of your uh, show or your address to Home Run Alley because you hit one home run after another, brother. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. All I got to do is walk through O'Hare. It kind of sets the tone of the day. Go ahead. No. I got two points on it because you brought up that Chucky Schmucky where he was talking about that the uh, reproduction rate is down. That's because um, all the shots and everything like that they gave Americans and basically uh, figure this out. There is no requirement for any illegals. That's their next. That's they want to save the illegals and have their reproduction up. So the Americans had to do it, and the illegals don't have to fix. Yeah, figure that one out. Well, why don't we add the sixty-five million kids that were murdered by their scum parents called abortions? Yeah. Could do that. But here's my point. All right. You know, we're talking about all the stuff, and we got this new uh, the, the House of Representatives now. Out of all the stuff that's going on, and there's tons of it, and especially uh, one of the guiltiest parties, uh, this FBI. And I don't know if it's when it was under Obama, it was the Federal Bureau of Injustice, but I think under uh, Biden, it's the Federal Bureau of Intimidate, uh, Fascist Bureau of Intimidators. Oh, I okay. like Intimidators. Incompetence also fits in, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what they need to do is they need to go after these people that are all, every one of them that's been using our agencies and the, uh, their high office to do this political play at January 6th because they got um, innocent, they got American people all locked up, throwed away the key, they're, 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 they're uh, hurting them physically in, uh, in adding up because they're not feeding them right or giving them clean water. And those people are languishing there, and they're, they're American citizens. Well, they this should at least the title it correctly. They're political prisoners. They didn't break the law. They're political prisoners, and they're facing retribution for not supporting the mafia. Just like you would in Venezuela, like you would in South America, pick a country, like you would in Italy, like you would in Cuba, like you would in fascist, communist, socialist hellholes. So that's what it is. I mean, at least let's call it what it is. I went long with you, but I felt bad because you sounded like Elvin for a while. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I have to tell you there, Squirrel. This Ray thing of the FBI and the Gulfstream jet... This surprised me like you cannot imagine. I have to go back and forth a lot. Do you know, I fly the cheapest, the cheapest airline I can find. I don't care what it is. And if I upgrade, I upgrade. So today, I flew a cheap airline and I upgraded. And I was sitting next to a wonderful man who did the same thing I do. And we were talking and he was, he turned out to be very, very, successful and i'm not going to embarrass him by talking about what he did but i had a wonderful interaction with him today and we were talking about how stressful it is to accomplish and to make money when you are constantly being extorted by your government and then you look at the government bureaucrats scum 
how they live. Flying on a golf stream. This scumbag never made a dollar in his miserable existence without the help of government, without the corruption therein. And then you realize Nancy Pelosi, half a billion dollars, private jets, lobbyist money. She has single-handedly raised over two and a half billion dollars just by her going to fundraisers. I'm sorry. In the time of this acceptable government corruption, this gangster government extortion game of honest people, so these scourge can live like gods. That's why when you hear Klaus Schwab talk about it, that's the future. The future isn't going to be back to that memory of Americanism and property rights and earning your way into wealth. It's not going to be like that if we allow the government to turn into a European oligarch system. And when you hear the way they live, how could it not be? I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden. And that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. I mean, Joe Biden, it's just billions and billions and billions. Let's just look at some of the things while you've been vacationing that your FBI has been doing. According to numerous whistleblowers who have come forward to members of this body, to members of the House, the FBI has been sending more than, in one instance, a dozen armed agents to a rural Pennsylvania home of a Catholic pro-life demonstrator to arrest him at gunpoint in front of his children in early morning hours, despite the fact that he posed no risk of violence or threat and had previously offered to turn himself in. Wow! Did any one of Hunter Biden's business partners, I mean, Devin Archer had the plea deal, did any one of them face this kind of scrutiny? Wrong. Doesn't matter, by the way. Devin Archer, right back in action. Mike Desplains. Hey, Sean, it's an honor. I've been listening to you for years. Oh, I appreciate you taking the time to call, and I appreciate you listening very much. Thank you. Hey, I, I, you are a, a, a bright star in the darkness <laughs> of our country. Hey, that means the world to me. Thank you very much, because I'm not doing this not doing this for me or i'm really not i don't i don't care about the money i'm doing it because i want to make a difference man this idea that we have allowed this society to slip to where this is normal you know and it's disheartening when you yeah. face elections and you see these scum get reelected, and we pretend like lightfoot's running and i you know, just just and, and you know well, the other th- thing too mike is i want everyone to experience what it's like once you get to a place that does have integrity and does believe in in those American principles we talk about but never abide by in this sewer of corruption. You know what I mean? I think everybody should at least know it. You don't have to be an Illinoisan and think that this kind of open, notorious Democrat mafia is acceptable. You don't have to want to get cut in to succeed. You don't have to. I don't. And you know what? Uh, just going back to Carl, Carl Schwab thing is uh, their plan is working well. Because we cannot get uh, replacement parts uh, that we used to be able to get before COVID. And now it's like we got to wait 12 weeks out. And I work for a major corporation that's uh, in the telecommunications. So now when you talk about supply chains and you talk about the things you're talking about, what bureaucracy does that fall on? And the argument is, is it, it's the transportation and we have well, it's, it's, that it's, it's it's the cost of uh, gas and diesel, yeah. you know, inflation, printing money. Uh, so they got to cut. They got to cut costs, and the first thing they cut is maintenance. 
So there, there goes your electric grid. There goes your 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 gas pipeline uh, maintenance. There goes all the other major things that make nobody ever thinks about uh, that, that, that that's going to happen to uh, us, and we're going to be cut off. And it's you know, and it'll be the Soviet Union. where the only ones that will get what they need are the bureaucrats or those connected to the government. So that's right. and that's nobody's not- uh, realized. That's not failure the way the government sees it. That's failure the way you and I see it. But they get to become more and more powerful and more and more corrupted. And this is the system that they put us on. That's the only explanation for having a transportation secretary that can't change a tire. Yeah, the free market must prevail, uh, you know, or else it's it's, it's going to be the central committee that controls everything like they did back in Russia. And we all know what happened with that. Yeah. The only good news is it took 72 years for the Soviet Union and Russia to collapse. I just hope it takes, you know, two for the Soviet Union and America to collapse. Thanks, Mike, for the call. And thank you more of all for listening. 312-642-5600. Sorry, Mike, I went long. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. America is going to survive. Yes, we are. But only if we start calling it what it is. Stop pretending to be afraid of destroying the agenda of the mafia Marxist Democrats. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Schmuck with the gargoyle face. You had hitmen paid the meager fee, kill 65 million Americans. Of course, they colluded with the mothers to do this. But that's why you don't have reproduction. You do have reproduction if you'd let the little the little guy live, maybe make it through the womb. You'd have. Did you know, Squirrel, I'm, I'm curious. If you had to kill somebody and put a dollar amount on it, what do you think it would be? I mean, I like, really? It's not a hundred grand? I, I, I don't know if I'd do it for a million. Of course, if I didn't like them. You know what it costs... Hitmen in lab coats to kill a baby? $800. $800, and that's if it's after the first trimester. 600 if it's the first tri- trimester. And Planned Parenthood is subsidized billions of dollars a year. And is in a cottage industry that turns out 12 million, 9 million murders a year. Small money they, get, they kill these kids for, huh? The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers. Nah, I think, well, you can welcome and embrace immigrants. I have no problem with that. I'd like to welcome and embrace kids. I'd like to prosecute criminals. Boy, that throws a wrench in your plans, huh? Schmuck. Schmuck. Schumer. Throws a wrench in the plans. How much money was Schmuck Schumer given by the uh, Sam Bankman Freed guy? Schmuck Schumer's daughter works at Facebook. Was she fired when Zuckerberg fired tens of thousands of people? Feeling, and I know that there's, there must be just a, a range of, of, of different emotions. Um, I want to say, you know, up front, 
uh, that I take full responsibility for this decision. Um, you know, I'm the founder. Hey, alien face, Zuckerberg. Um, did you fire Schumer's daughter or does she still have her job? Did you fire the ex-CIA that worked for the government or the NSA? Or did you just fire the regular pigeon people? I'm so tired of pretending this is a government with any credibility, with any integrity, with any honesty. As long as there's a Democrat scourge scumbag in office, there will be more lies, more frauds, and more abuses. It shows all the countries where the Bidens had a footprint in international business dealings. International business dealings. It's funny. The political whore couldn't do an honest business deal on these shores because he never did one. He just prostituted government. And now he's wetting himself in the Oval Office. Well, I'll be back in 21 hours and we'll expose more of the corruption that pretends to be a Democrat party instead of the mafia that it is. 21 hours. Just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.